Welcome to Games Hub, a crypto talk show with investors, influencers, and remarkable personalities. Hello and welcome to Games Hub, a crypto talk show with our investors, partners, and remarkable personalities. I'm Konstantin Kogan, co-founder of GameSpad. We're excited to welcome a very special guest today. Uh, then I, 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 I will ask, this is Karen Reddy, but the full name is Kira Bakaran. So I hope I didn't butcher it. <laughs> uh, he's a co-founder and CB at uh, Bramgan, uh, DGN AI Network and venture builder and investor at uh, Alpha Blocks Ventures. Today, we're going to be discussing the exciting topic of 3D generative AI in the metaverse. Um, so really excited to have you here. Like, uh, how Karen? Welcome to Games yeah. Hub. Yeah, nice, nice to uh, be here actually. So um, thanks for the invite from uh, Gamespad and uh, glad to share like uh, a screen with uh, Constantine. So nice to nice to be here, guys. Like, yeah, yeah, we're we're happy to have you here. And you know, obviously, it's a very hot topic. Everybody's talking about like you know AI and especially like you know gener generative AI. So let's get to it. First of all, maybe really briefly tell us about your background and how did you get into this field and the conf confluence between blockchain and AI. Yeah. So uh, so being I started as a like you know a venture builder in the space uh, like you know help trying to help founders build the three companies. Uh, then, like you know, I saw a space where there could be a really good, there there could be a really a problem solving. So then we thought of like uh, the metaverse field because there was a lot of metaverse projects coming up, but that lacks different aspects of it. So then we thought of combining the generative AI and uh, like you know, helping supporting the like you know metaverses and games uh, angle actually. So that is how. Uh, like you know, getting got into this uh, A and uh, metaverse space actually. So through Brahmgan, so yeah, that's brief about it. Mm -hmm. Got it. So can you explain to our audience what you know three D generative AI and metaverse are, and how do they complement each other? That generative AI in general, like uh, I think there are a lot of uh, generative AI's out there now. I think everybody knows about uh, Mid Journey or Dali. So, which is a text to two D uh, generative AI, which was actually started by OpenAI and other people. So, but uh, whereas in the next internet will be powered by a three D, right? So that that is a metaverse. So, like now, right now there are two D metaverses, but obviously the next generation internet will be three D. So that is where uh, the metaverse come into picture. But generative AI. Uh, 3D generative AI is actually a niche area where, like, not many people are working on it. But why that is important? Mm -hmm. Because it's going to power the metaverse industry going forward. So, like, you know, because uh, met like metaverse needs to have uh, more creative uh, for their users. Like, you know, they need to get to uh, generate their own spaces. They can have their own spaces of their own metaverses in the future in the internet. So that's how. You know, uh, the metaverse and 3D generative AI are correlated because it, it it has to go hand in hand to build the the next generation 3D internet. Yes, for sure. You know, according to the poll conducted by a news site uh, recently, like you know, 60% of respondents indicated that you know uh, unfamiliarity with the metaverse and a higher percentage expressing fear rather than excitement. Right. Uh, I think I think right now with everything happening with AI, where 
you know, you've probably seen Sam Altman, like, you know, basically asking for to be regulated, to create some kind of like a, a regulatory body to even try to create uh, a framework, how we can work together. So my question yeah. to you is, how can we educate and inspire individuals about the transformative power of the metaverse through the innovative capabilities of technologies like, you know, uh, DGEN AI network? So, yeah, so uh, that's a nice question, actually, because even, as you mentioned, Sam Altman, who is the creator of uh, uh, the, the one of the powerful AI in the planet. So I was mm-hmm. mentioning about, like, you know, there is always a, uh, like, you know, centralization of these bigger AI models is threat, you know. So, yeah, but again, like, that is the reason we are coming up with this DGEN AI network, which is, like, decentralized generative AI. So instead of, like, which is centralized, you know, so that is the reason we wanted to do something like uh, decentralizing the generative AI part. But since there is already a, a image to, uh, like, you no know, text to image kind of a generative AI is out there, which is centralized, um, the DGEN AI network wants to create a 3D, like, you know, image to 3D or video to 3D or text to 3D. So right now we are already developed video to 3D product. So, which is already like, you know, out there. So, how this can help? Take an example. If uh, if anybody who has a smartphone can take a video of uh, their favorite food or their, like, you know, favorite uh, uh, bike or a car and they can bring it inside the, uh, inside a metaverse. So, and then take, they can showcase it in the public. So, this is, this is like more of personalizing their metaverse space. Right now, why the Web2 social media like you know is famous like meta or facebook or like other places are famous because they are creating their personalized spaces you know so similar way the metaverses uh, could also be like you know the users can be educated that you can also personalize your metaverse or you can also personalize uh, your metaverse spaces using uh, generative AI tech you know so like uh, that is that is where like you know we are coming across like you know so the tech video to 3d or even text to 3d or image to 3d so we can even build a layer on top of a mid journey or a dali output so on top of it like you can say whatever the image is coming out of a mid journey or a dali and we take that images and convert it into a 3d model right so that is also mm-hmm. one of our product in the roadmap so like this if you are able to give a users a personalization they would be in a position to like you know take the metaverse into an excel more users will come to metaverse because they can personalize their spaces they can like you know they can they can uh, they can do a lot of uh, creative uh, spaces and creations inside the metaverse so that is what i feel like we should educate about yeah so you know it's like with this and ama- amazing capabilities we also uh, should talk a little bit about the risk right you know cuz basically as you mentioned, right, you can take any object, you know, like and uh, transfer this object into the metaverse. So now imagine if it's an open world. So basically, there is no initial censorship, right? The same exact narrative as we see in social media, where people unfortunately misuse the technology and create some disturbing videos, right? You know, mm-hmm. and that can impact especially minors or like, you know, just kids, you know, like with something that they should not be seeing let's put it this way right and now not only they can see they can actually virtually participate in in a process of doing something they should not be doing for example right so mm-hmm. so the question is how do you see the generative ai like you know contribute to the creation of 
unpredictable, like, you know, assets or in the metaverse and in the, in the virtual worlds and how they're enhancing the immersive experiences for users, but at the same time, not making them feel that they're not supposed to see something they're, you know, out there. Yeah, that, that's a, a nice angle to think, actually. So, yeah, definitely uh, there are like, you know, when there is something good happening. So even the creator is thinking like, okay, if you give this kind of power to people, so people could actually come, there are more people can actually walk into metaverses and the metaverses can, can boom. But again, on the other side of thing could be like, so uh, like, yeah, maybe this adult industry could use this as a separate thing as what you are saying about like, you know, if it is an open forum where uh, minors could actually could expose to this or like, you know, they could use uh, this to, uh, in a different way, but that could be like a tackle through like, you know, again, the artificial intelligence can actually do or the metaverses or even in the community, if you say like, uh, the Web3 is uh, Web3 has a community, and even if you say like the blockchain space, uh, which, which which could also have a community as a validators for the uh, the spaces or videos which were put up in the uh, these kind of open spaces. So which could be like you know if it is marked as a as a like spam or like you know uh, unviewable content or maybe a sort of an adult content. So which uh, could be like you know marked and then like you know which 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 cannot be shown to a a kind of like you know, um, uh, uh, like you know, underage uh, people who might use the metaverse as well. But again, uh, even based on applications, who are going to use? Seven example, sand, sandbox is using uh, this particular tech, and as you rightly say, somebody can post something in the sandbox which is not acceptable. But uh, we could also filter out through like uh, uh, the image recognitions and other stuff, and say like uh, the A could also filter out and. Uh, say like you know it cannot be posted it looks like this kind of a content and stuff like that so the tech is matured enough to like identify also and um, or even like uh, we could have another one more layer of filter where like uh, uh, where the the community who are acting as a validators in the metaverse or the, the validator for content creators like you know who's who's already a top content creator in the metaverse could also be like you know kind of verifying the contents posted in the meta or something like that. So I think that is possible on the blockchain because it is, uh, that is a good about the decentralization as well as uh, on, on blockchain. Uh, if you are able to like verify and then like, you know, you can even, you can even downgrade the users, the earning potential in the metaverse if they post something, you know, in different angle. So that is also another thing possible when we are using meta blockchain as a, you know, a base. Interesting. Yeah, uh, there's more to obviously to unpack here, but we'll we'll keep it, you know, on, on, on this. Now, another thing which I wanted to ask you is, uh, you know, you're also co-founder as Bramgan, right? So, could you please elaborate maybe on the uh, on the innovative methods and strategies your your team is employing, like you know, to achieve this hundred x increase in speed, right? While uh, basically uh, like we're improving the gaming metaverse and th- basically three D experience. In UGC de- in the UGC development with some of the generative AI tools that you're applying, right? So can you help us to see how that works? Yeah, so uh, so we are using actually uh, a vid- first product we have made it live is a video to 3D product. So which is uh, so anybody can take a video in their smartphone and could convert that into a 3D model, which which can be used inside a metaverse or a game. So, uh, 
that means we need to actually have a mesh level output right for the models which are created because the model needs to needs to be uh, imported inside any of the gaming softwares like um, you know like you can say like uh, blender or like unreal engine or unity right but now, now just for someone sorry to interrupt you for someone who is not technical maybe elaborate a little bit what is mesh network no? yeah so to use any 3d objects in a game or a metaverse uh that object needs to be editable the poly counts because certain if your if your game is on the mobile maybe uh the the quality of the game right double a game or triple a game so which means like the quality of the game which is like managed because of this poly counts of the model like uh, the 3d model so that mesh level output we need to produce so we have cracked uh using two different kind of technologies we have a proprietary in-house algorithms to create this texture editing plus mesh level outputs on the models which we use on on top of something called nerf there is a a tech called nerf which is near radiance field so which is a like which is the next step of photogrammetry tech there is a tech called photogrammetry so it's a next level of photogrammetry actually so this is uh, uh, that's one thing we are using on top of it we are we are having our own ai models to train those uh, the the inputs which are which we receive from the nerf near radiance fields and then like you know train the models to create a, a 3d model and then like uh, which can be used in the metaverses directly so that's how we are trained to like you know faster the process of uh, building spaces if if the metaverse wants to become 100x faster so developer cannot build each and every block of the metaverse right so the users has to build their own spaces user has to build like maybe you can only give them an so that's what we are creating a network as well dj network where if a metaverse is actually wanted to keep increasing their space you know they can become a, a 100000 square kilometer space or even bigger than that but the user needs to build the space you know how does the shop will look like even what is a metaverse it's a resemblance of a new like uh, the actual world so actual world is built right from shops you know uh, temples these that and all those things so like churches or temples and other stuff so this is how the metaverse needs to be built by people you know so people can come and build their own spaces and they can take their car and stuff and bring it inside they can take their uh, living room and then bring it inside so that's how it it's get built actually even the shopkeeper or shop can bring their shop inside the metaverse and say that this is my metaverse shop so this could really scale when uh, uh, we have this kind of a generative ai tech which could actually help them fast faster this uh, uh, 3d model generation which is difficult to like you know uh, uh, do it with uh, uh, every time reaching out to like you know somebody uh, wants to reach out to the developer and say that i want to build a shop then the developer will take 3 months time to build a shop and stuff like that so that's how it's reducing the time the the tech is reducing the time by 100x because it's it's giving them a direct access to what they want to create in the metaverse i know i understand that and and, and i really thank you for the answers right i think we should go to the um to the questions from the audience we already have a bunch so i'll just go yeah. and they're into you let's do yes. let's try to answer as much as possible as we can yeah. there are some interesting ones so um elisa from youtube is asking 
Today's AMD CTO announced uh, they will use generative AI to speed up chip design. Do you think we're mature enough to rely more on it, uh, on it for manufacturing silicon? Uh, so, see, I feel like even uh, now uh, uh, there, are, there is a one model. That means like chat GPT is a one model actually. Like it's a one AI model. But even chat GPT mm-hmm. is right now is coming up with something called multi-model AI, multi-model AI actually. So that means uh it could actually create a, a models on top of a model right so one model will, might be trained to specialize in a one uh, specific area and the other model could be like you know adding up with the you know help of that particular model so like this based on that even even the future like you know people are coming up uh, right now even using the chat gpt people are coming up with auto gpt so auto gpt is nothing but is a multi model agents like you can you can create your own agents which could actually trade for trade a cryptocurrency for you it could actually do a multiple business for you even, even it can go and launch a content writing business in fiverr or upwork so i think a models are getting more and again like semiconductor industry uh, is is a it's like having a history of more than like you know 100 years so there is a large large amount of data which you can feed it in the ai and the ai could learn very well because it's not a it's not a new field it could have a large amount of data already so the ai can i feel that the ai can easily you know study all of these uh, the 100 years of history of research and stuff like that and then like you know come up with innovative approaches which could also fasten up the semiconductor industry's research you know much more uh, you know right now from a one semiconductor uh, maybe an i5 from an intel to an i7 it took almost one year or two years to develop but maybe use of a use of an ai tech maybe like you know every six month uh, the companies might come up with that one uh, chip you know that is also possible i feel like you know in my opinion yeah i mean listen they it, we're talking about like big monolithic integrated circuits which are becoming more sophisticated they can process more data points they are they're more efficient because they become smaller but yeah. more like you know they have more electronic components like you know and 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 basically they, they process more information i mean we saw yes. we've seen even an example if you want to know about this they read about the recent nvidia success they're like booming that's one of the hottest stock on the market right now why yeah. because all of a sudden with the ai advance people need computational power and the yes. semiconductor business as you mentioned is, is going to be very much correlated with this hype so yes uh, i agree with you and there there's another uh question more closer to generative ai nakamoto san from youtube is asking can you explain what 3d generative ai is and how it contributes to creating new realities in the metaverse you replied but then the second question is uh i think similar uh is Nebula wonders that what are the some practical applications of 3D generative AI in the metaverse and how do they enhance user experience? So maybe you can talk about like something that you already implemented. Yeah. So I think yeah. So uh, as, as I mentioned, right. So a lot of people wanted to create something by themselves. So but metaverse lacks that nowadays because uh, metaverse right now depends on the developers to make everything for the users. so when the users coming inside metaverse they will only see the space and they'll just walk away and walk walk around and then just they will move on so they don't they we have to make the people spend time in the metaverse by giving them an option to create you know so that is what the 3d generative ai is helping 
right now to do for metaverses. So, which is allowing users to create, in which in turn makes the people spend more time on the metaverses. Plus, it is personalizing their user experience. Like, you know, when you say that, like, you know, I wanted to personalize my space with my art, I am li liking this kind of an art. I can take that particular video and bring it inside the uh, metaverse. So you feel feel like more be in the space, right? Like how you are you are be in your house. You are you are happy to be in your house because you you design your own space. So similar way, like you know, if you if you are able to give this power to the users, the metaverse user experience will enhance multifold because like the users needs to be there in the space because they like it because they created it. Right. So and they wanted to share it to their people and other stuff because obviously that's a human tendency of like, you know, if, they, if you have something, you wanted to share it to the world and you wanted to get the people to see what you built and stuff like that. So that's how I think the, the traction will go. And that is where the 3D generative AI plays a, a bigger role in like, you know, bringing this to the metaverse, metaverse industry, actually. Not only that, even a gaming, like personalizing the gaming experiences. Like primarily, if you talk about user-generated content, that's very important in gaming as well. Like, you know, the games like, um, uh, like you know, um, Fortnite or uh, other games are like you know doing this, becoming a billion-dollar games itself. Like, yeah, which is a key is a user-generated content that needs to be brought inside metaverses as well. Mm -hmm. Do you have any? So, so Robbie Spear from YouTube is asking like you know similar question. Can you share any notable examples or project that 3D Generative AI has been used successfully to create immersive experiences in the metaverse. Maybe one or two examples, not necessarily that you helped, but that you know of. So for the Web3 space, uh, uh, not sure, but I think uh, because that the space itself is coming up right now. So like, you know, mm -hmm. uh, if you say 2D Generative AI becomes a very popular and a lot of people are trying to build using uh, mid-journey or DALI outputs. And trying to bring isometry mm -hmm. views of that to use in the games. So, like, you know, a lot of uh, 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 projects uh, uh, trying to use it. Even Sandbox tried uh, one of the uh, image based, uh, like, you know, generative AI tech, tech inside there, like Sandbox. But again, like, uh, it, it's, it's very, like, uh, niche right now. Like, very handful of people across the globe is actually building 3D generative AI. So, like, uh, uh, so. It will, it will be like, you know, and right now 3D generative AI is more uh, into an e-commerce industry because right now you have uh, 2D e-commerce marketplaces. Like you have uh, images in the Amazon. But now even Amazon is thinking of having a 3D uh, e-commerce marketplaces. Like, you know, it's become a 3D. So that is where uh, the 3D uh, generative AI is coming into picture nowadays because the e-commerce industry is trying to use that in a big way. Or even, uh, even the real estate industry which is actually, say for example, you wanted to sell your luxury flat in apartment in Dubai to somebody in Russia, but uh, you wanted to give them the feel of the real life the apartment looks like. So you can, it can create a digital twin. So the, the 3D generative AI can create an exact resemblance of a digital twin of a, an apartment and that, that can enhance uh, uh, the selling experience of the high-end real estate, like luxury real estate properties and stuff like that. There are a few uh, companies using in that angle as well, you know, the luxury real estate and uh, uh, like, you know, uh, something. But again, gaming and metaverses, not not many people like, you know, we are also 
trying to do a pilot with uh, sandbox uh with this 3d generative ai so that like you know uh, we could, if, if that's successful i think a sandbox would be uh, the first one to like use something like 3d generative ai in the space got it yeah no i think you're right real estate is a big example it's already happening across the world like in the united states it's already very popular like you know to showcase an apartment and you have a 3d walk already inside the room so that you don't waste time you don't need to go when you search an apartment you don't need to go and visit like 10 apartments yeah. you can sit in your home already have a look and feel even to a degree that they simulate how it will feel like that the view from your window which is very important for a person who is like you know just like yes. trying to understand the full scope of what to expect from the apartment and or any yes. property oh so, yes yeah. yeah, it's, it's a it's a good example now uh the other question is uh, james blake from linkedin is asking uh what ethical consideration should be taken into account when utilizing 3d generative ai in the metaverse uh and how how can we ensure inclusivity and fairness uh yes i think we i think you asked the kind of the same question like you know where uh, how to, how is how how we can ensure it but yeah so i think uh, uh yes i think the users even nowadays uh, people are using even the other other web to platforms like facebook and other stuff still like you know uh, people are some people are using it for uh, uh, good purposes and obviously the other people still keep utilizing for uh, other things as well but yeah so uh, but again here uh, like if you say unethical things is very rare to happen but maybe like kind of what you mentioned as an uh, unwanted content generation maybe like is a one angle that's a challenge also for any of the industry as well even web to facebook or anybody is facing that even twitter all these people are facing that uh, thing but again with the community power it can be like eliminated and if it is a web2 could do that and web3 with a massive community i think it should be uh, much faster to do that so that is one approach i i think yeah the 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 fear is here like you know we're facing right now an incredible uh power of you know not only like before it was able to like let's say fake the voice of a person right which was popular for the scammers who were doing this either phishing scams or calling people and representing as if they're part of the company or or a relative right now imagine you can do a, a video call i don't know if you've seen this crazy example of Jerome Powell got scammed yeah, yeah. by russian uh, pranksters who like basically impersonated president zelensky like with with a video camera and his voice and actually an official delegation calling him and he actually took the bait he actually yeah. had a, a, a call with them now imagine we're talking about the chairman of federal reserve one of the most powerful organization on the planet earth and he was not prepared for this now imagine a a, a senior citizen who already happened already in US we have a lot of uh, uh um cases where they get call from uh, uh like a, sometimes even a video call from a relative and saying oh my god i'm i'm injured or something happened please send me money right yeah yeah, yeah. so that's what we're talking about yeah. and and that can go beyond that when people interact on a multiple level in metaverse as they create worlds together they come closer they actually you know they they, they become friends So how do we make sure that those things can protect the people who are not ready for this you know like who who don't they will not have a choice to differentiate who 
who is what's good what's bad yeah so that is that i think the deep fake uh, industry also it become uh, popular after the generative ai or the after the ai gets popular uh, so maybe like you know so uh, even i heard recently that uh, one of the companies actually making uh, a software or a thing that like you know you can actually put the link of the video and check that whether it is uh, created by deep fake ai or other any other tech so which can show you that like you know it is done by as a deep fake tech or like it could be like you know it, it is a real one right so like i think uh, uh, i think like like something like how you had a uh kind of like you know antivirus for like uh malware and all those stuff i think uh, like you know i think uh, there is a there is a time where people have to like you know uh, see that like you know that there is whether it is done as a deep fake or like is it like kind of a, used any kind of an ai product to generate this particular video or not so that 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 so could be like you know one of the ways i think people are already building building that but i think yeah so as a as a user of web3 like you know internet we should be aware of we should be in a position to start differentiating like you know which is fake and which is not fake so maybe that could be some tools which might get uh, famous in this angle as well like uh, whether it is done with a deep fake or not to identify that or uh, yeah so or it needs to be when go, go through a trusted you know sources and stuff like that But yeah so mm-hmm. this is like uh, uh, one way i think we could stop the scammers or like you know using the ai technology to like you know do some 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 kind of like you know a deep fake uh, stuff right so that, that is the only yeah. possible way i feel like you know because since the the tech has a like you know you can say a lot of merits but as well as, well as it has a lot of like you know, it might bring like lot of people use us like even if you take an example of bitcoin is one of the very good tech you know bitcoin network but there are people using it for you know other illegal activities as well right so but there is always like you know good and bad and uh, you know god and evil like so we we'll have to see how how it can be differentiated yeah 100%. I I agree with that. That's a good example because any technology can be used for good. It's like nuclear power, right? You can use it yeah. to supply energy to a lot of cities, right? Or you can use it for a weapon of mass destruction, right? So, yeah. um that's up to us how yeah. how we as a community, how we as a, like uh people who are forward thinking and trying to build something secure, we will take into account those yeah. uh risks. and basically yeah. try to develop also the counter like measures to make sure that people are protected and they safely can do as you mentioned they can create the world to benefit them to be something something exciting that will personalize and it and great uh um, maybe like uh, I, if we facebook can... yeah if somebody is posting a video in a facebook maybe facebook should come forward and say that okay it is done by a defect tech you know they should put it below like they are always putting a sponsored ad they should also put it that this video is created by a defect tech or something if somebody is posting they're, they're already doing that yeah you know, by yeah. the way if you if you notice they're already doing that uh, there is a uh, several big startups that were funded by but not only facebook but a lot of silicon yeah. valley vcs uh-huh. and projects they uh, do the verification full you know false information it's not yeah. perfect yet sometimes yeah. it has glitches uh, 
Yes. But uh, it already has at least a marker that yeah. potentially this information is disturbing or yes. it has false narrative, right? Yeah, so yeah. it already exists and we that is a models is again on that uh, NLP models, language models, which uh, yes. does NLP. that, uh, uh, yeah. And with, with the, the, the trick is with generative AI is a little bit more complex because it can replicate so many variations, right? Of something that you know you can never compare, you know, because the way those NLP models work, they compare the majority of the data outputs in the web existing with what yeah. we presented. By comparing yeah. they differentiate whether it's probability of it's right or not with 3D unique assets there will be nothing to compare there are two assets that are completely new and yeah. how it's going to be more much more complex but it's a deep topic i'm, I'm happy that we yeah. live uh live, live this interview on in a very intriguing part yeah. right because that will give us a chance to maybe collaborate more and investigate more um yeah. thank you so much you know like uh you know current for your answers for sharing your wisdom and we definitely want to see you more and want to work with you. Thank you, everyone, for joining Games Hub today. Uh, we're going to see you in about two weeks at uh, around 4 p.m. UTC and 12 p.m. EST on YouTube Live, Twitter Live, LinkedIn Live, and all the other lives. And really excited uh, to hear your questions. And uh, please write us questions. Um, if you have more on this topic, we'll just uh, uh, share all the links of uh, Karan, and I'm sure he will be excited to uh, follow up uh, just online. Yeah, yeah. so uh, nice to be here. So thanks a lot for hosting me. So like, uh, thanks, thanks for uh, Gamespot and uh, Constantine. So love to be in touch and uh, share like any any of the uh, information is uh, interesting for users. We'll always be there to like support. Yes, thank you so much, Karan. Have a good one. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, guys. Stay tuned with Games Hub, a crypto talk show by Gamespad.